Young, black, and widowed. And no, we're not talking about the usual classification of young widows. We're talking about millennials and Gen Z. That's right, 20-somethings and 30-somethings, like myself, who lost their spouse just as life seemed to be beginning. I'm your host, Azure Johnson Redman, executive director of the new nonprofit Young, Black, and Widowed Incorporated. Today, I'm speaking with Leticia Sims, and she is a widow that was actually born and raised in France. Hi, so I'm Leticia Sims, and yes, I was born and raised in France. I moved to New York nine years ago, um, and next month in June, it's going to be two years since I lost uh, my husband. So we were married, married for six years and a half, and actually we got married after only knowing each other for four months. So I always said, yes, my immigration status uh, sped up the process, but six years and a half later, we were still together. So no, I didn't marry him just for the green card and all that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I mean, that's true. You know, he always said, oh, the way you... you you tell, you know, how we met and all that. It sounds like a fairy tale. I'm like, because that's how, you know, I lived it. And right. actually, <laughs> we met uh, downtown New York. Uh, that was an outdoor event. And at that time, I was uh, staying with my cousins in New Jersey and their male cousins. So every time we would go out, they would always tell me, don't stay with us. Don't stay with us. No one is going to approach you because they're going to think you are with one of us. And uh, so that day, uh, so I was with my cousins and we were in this event called End of Summer and it was sponsored, it was a free event and it was sponsored by Bud Light. So we had free Bud Light, free ice cream, free pizzas and actually German Dupree was DJing and then it was um, a concert, a show by uh, Swiss Beats and it was like outdoor and in the background we could, we, we had the Brooklyn Bridge in background. So it was great. Wow. Yeah, it was great. I remember it was September 29th, 2012. And uh, so at that time, I saw, you know, like the little machine where you can put your phone and um, to charge it. You know, like a charging machine, I guess. We call oh, yeah. It. Charging yeah. station, charging station. But 2012. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. That's why American, the first in everything. You know, I was like, <laughs> and then I th I guess he wanted to charge his phone. So I was like, oh, um, you want to charge your phone? And as you can hear, I guess, you know, he heard my accent. It was like, where are you from? And actually for a long time, I forgot that part because apparently I told him, Jay-Z and Kanye made a song about my city. But my husband used to say that I sound African when I speak. And I said, mm -hmm. I don't speak any African di dialect. So I don't know how I can sound African. But anyway, so in his mind, he was like, what song Jay-Z and Kanye made about Africa? Anyway, <laughs> and said, no, and it is in Paris. But uh, yeah, so uh, at that time, because I never thought I would be married. Never. So in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm going to just meet guys, you know, make some friends. And actually was there with his cousin. I took both of both of their numbers at the same time in front of each other just to show you I wasn't looking for dating or whatever. And Aww. then the 
Oh yeah, no, not at all. And then with my cousins and their friends, um, at the end of the day, we went to have a dinner and then we wanted to go to the 4040, that's Jay-Z's club, uh, black sports bar, lounge clubs uh, in New York. And then I texted both of them. So I was about to say my husband at that time, it wasn't my husband. Uh, he was like, oh, I'm already on my way. Um, I'm in the subway because at that time he was living in the Bronx. So I'm in the subway, I said, okay. And then his friend, I mean, his, his cousin never texted me back. So I don't know why, but so that was on a Saturday. Then I guess on Sunday or Monday, but we, we texted every day that week. We texted, we spoke on the phone for like hours. So then when we had our first date, uh, October 5th, it's, it's not like, oh, we never talked. So we don't know what you, well, you know, what to tell you to tell each other and then i was like oh i really like that guy so now the interesting thing is you know in france we don't date like you do in america like uh we can see multiple people we're not exclusive and then when when you want to be exclusive you need to have the talk and let let the other know we should stop saying it doesn't work like that in france in france when you meet someone we're already assuming that we are exclusive now that doesn't mean you know wow. they are, but it's already an assumption. So there's no, oh, we're seeing each other, we're dating, with this, with boyfriend, girlfriend. Because I realized that here, boyfriend, girlfriend is actually a status. In France, you, we can be like boyfriend and girlfriend after like three weeks, a month. You know, that doesn't mean you're gonna marry that person. That just means we're together. So as the date, you know, was, was going on, I was like, oh, I really like him. So then I told him, I said, listen, I like you, but I know how it works here. So if you see other women, well, you know, just forget my number. And he said, no, no, I'm not seeing anyone. I said, okay. And then at that time, I remember, so I told my cousin and he was like, what? So basically you had the talk after the first date, especially if you like him, you should, you know, let him see wow. other people. I said, I mean, I know, I know that's how you do here, but um, I've never done that before. So for me, it was just weird. Like, I want to see you, but then you say, no, I'm not available, meaning maybe you're seeing someone else. No, no, I, <laughs> I, I couldn't think like, think like that. And I guess he walked out, you know. So actually, uh, I guess we went from, we're dating boyfriend, girlfriend, we skipped fiance's phase, and we became, you know, husband and wife. So, yeah, so, yeah, so that's how it, it was. And um, no, and it, and it was great, the six years and a half. Yeah, it, it was great. Like everybody would say we were perfect for, for each other. And I always said it was perfect for me. It might be not perfect, but it was perfect for me, you know, so, so oh, that, yeah. but you know, the thing is I always felt, or should I say I always knew we wouldn't, uh, finish our life together. I don't know why, but it, in my mind, now I realize it's like it was too good to be true. And then I read about it and they say when you feel like that, it's because you, you feel like um, you think you don't deserve what's happening to you, you know. And then, you know, I also believe in uh, love, love of attraction or things like that. So the day he passed away, my cousin told me the first thing you said, it was like, I knew, I knew this was that it would happen, you know. And it's weird because I was, and I was always uh, living life with my, with my husband 
like everything could stop tomorrow. That's why, you know, right now, um, I don't have any regrets, any. Like the only regret that I have is um, he never got to see my co-working space. I, I work from a co-working space and in New York and it's so beautiful. There's a rooftop, there's the view of the Empire State Building. It's so pictures, video and things like that when you never got to see it. And because I worked um, in the city, but we lived uh, outside of the city, you know. So, and he used to work also outside in the city, outside of the city. So for him, it wouldn't make no sense to come during the week, you know. So finally, when we picked um, a day to go to the city, it was like, okay, we're just gonna spend the day in the city. And then you can, first we're gonna stop at my co-working space. He passed away the week before. Oh. So I, I know it's small when I said that's my only regret, but that is true. Like, you know, people are asking me, but, um, do you, do you regret not having kids with him? I said, nope. First of all, I used to say that uh, before he passed away, I said, I love, I love him too much to have kids with him because I wanted, I wanted to be with him all the time. I didn't want to have to, you know, because when you have a child, then you have to take care of the child. Oh, so it was yes. like that time away, that's time that I'm, you know, that I'm going to, and I'm sure it would have been fine, you know, but in my mind, it was like, nope, right now, I just want, I just want the life to be just the two of us. Now, I'm not saying that I didn't want to have a kid with him. But once again, it's funny because I was like, I feel like I knew that we wouldn't never have children, that we wouldn't have children together. I knew that it, it would end. But I never thought that would be so violent, you know? I never, mm -hmm. like, I never thought about death, but I don't know. So, yes, yeah, so no, I don't, I don't regret because now I'm thinking, it was six years and a half, just the two of us. And also I feel like it's harder maybe to grieve when you have a kid because, you know, it's almost like you have to be strong for your kid. And then I'm not a parent, but parents always say that the hard, one of the hardest things as a parent is like you see your, to see your child in pain and there's nothing you can do. So it's like, okay, I lost my husband, but my child lost, you know, his father. And yeah, and I always said, if I have a family with him, if we have children together, I want him to raise the children. I don't, I just, I don't want him. I don't want, you know, our children to be raised by someone else, but I understand that that's not, I mean, there's nothing I could have done about it, but no, I don't have um, any regrets, any regrets. That's wonderful. It really is. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So yeah, now it's weird. Because, you know, I'm all, I always wanted to live in America. Always. Since I was like, I don't know, 12 or 13. And now sometimes I'm like, how did I get here? Like, you know, I was like, I remember when I was in France and dreaming about living in America. And now I'm like, I'm a U.S. citizen. I'm a widow. I have my own company. And sometimes I even feel like losing my husband is the price I had to pay to, you know, to live here. And then people say, yeah, but no, you shouldn't talk like this because it's like, you know, it's a sacrifice. I said, yes, but I feel like the loss is, it's so, the loss is so strong, you know, mm -hmm. that maybe the good things that's gonna happen in my life later is like, you know, that's gonna balance. So sometimes I really feel like, yeah. And, you, you know, we lived in the Bronx, um, I moved, I moved to his house, then we moved uh, to another apartment, and then it's almost like that year, because he passed away in June 2019. 
we got in our new apartment in October 2018. November mm -hmm. 2018, I became a US citizen. And then that year, I told him, I said, okay, now it's time for us to start to be like adults, you know, meaning being financial, being responsible financially, you know. And I told him, I said, yeah, we should have um, um, life insurance, you know. So yeah. we applied for life insurance. And, and the thing is, you know, I came in America, I was 30. So there's a lot of things I didn't know and I wasn't familiar with. And I don't want to sound like a cliche, but you know how women, our spouses, I mean, yeah, women and wives, we are in charge of, of everything in the house. Oh, so yeah. basically I was doing everything. So if there's some stuff that I didn't know how to do, it wouldn't help me or, you know, just whatever. So when we did the life insurance, he got uh, denied because uh, at that time he had, I mean, at the time he had diabetes, so they denied him, but me, I got approved. Well, I guess they knew what they were doing because it got denied in February and four months later, he passed away. Oh, but, I'm so sorry. Yeah, thank you. But at that time, I didn't know that because I, I, I talked to another widow because I'm in another group and she told me, she said, yeah, but you could have gone to another company. It would have been higher, you know, the rate would have been higher, but at least it would have been covered. I said, yeah, but I didn't even think about it. But of course it makes sense because if I go to Bank of America because I want I want to take a more, you know, I want to take a loan to buy a house, if they deny me, I still I can still go to Chase or Capital One or whatever. But I don't know. And also I didn't say let's take a life insurance in case something happened to each other, the other one is covered. In my mind, it was more like when we're gonna have children, at least you know, we covered. I was I was planning her ahead like that. Not oh, it's gonna die and oh, I'm gonna you know. Right, so, right. It's good to so always it, be prepared. We were prepared it, too. Exactly. So all the things that have that happened this year, it's almost like you know, um, okay, now you're in this new. I mean, we are in this new apartment, um, way below than where we were before. You have your citizenship. So I, sometimes I feel like he made sure that I was okay before mm -hmm. he left yes you know mm -hmm. so yeah and then um I was on clubhouse I'm on clubhouse and I, and I was in a room and somebody um uh she she does tarot reading and she you know she read the cards blah 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 and then she told me things about I mean she does she was asking questions but basically she was talking about my husband you know and I was like oh wow and I didn't say anything you know and um and then she put me in touch with a medium because when i found my husband when i got home um i thought he was sleeping you know so yeah. when i was to wake him up then you know i i, I um try to i touch i'm watching i watch way too much uh, uh, movies so i was touching you know his toes and his fingers and i was like okay it's not cold that means he's not dead you know then i was trying to feel his heart i didn't feel anything but i was like well you're not a doctor maybe you know you're not um checking at the right place and then when i put my my um my face on his mouth to see if i could hear him breathe and there were nothing you know that's when i talk i called uh, 911 so um so, my, so the thing is, because when I was in the room on Clubhouse, I was asking this lady, do you talk uh, with dead people, you know? And since I lost my husband, 
I would never be able to watch the movie Ghost anymore. And I love that movie like everyone, but I feel like watching that movie when you lose you're like your a spouse, it's very hard. So we we did some uh, some sessions and it went well. And then she said, oh, I have a friend, he's a medium, maybe you should you know, contact him. So I did, and that was like maybe a month ago. And um, so my I have like a, we, a widow group. So the woman was asking, were asking me, so how was it? And I was like, it wasn't bad, but I guess I really thought it would be like the movie Ghost. Like, you oh, know, yeah. like you could tell me, the guy would tell me, oh, Robert said this and this, you know. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, there was things that only <clears throat> on the earth we would know, you know. So it wasn't like that. It was because basically it was telling me that, oh, the guy, uh, like, not the guy, but Robert was showing him pictures, you know, and he was trying to talk, but mostly, you know, showing pictures. So it's, and the thing is, I make sense of everything, you know. I, I can make sense of everything. So it wasn't a, it wasn't bad, but it's just that, you know, like I said, the movie ruined it for me. I really thought it would be like that. But basically he said also that um, when, he, when, when he passed away, uh, he tried to warn me. And so basically, because, you know, I hate when the toilet seat is up, you know, I want everything like down. And the, ba- the, the toilet bathroom, same thing, I wanted closed. And when I got home, everything was open, everything. And sometimes, you know, I would go to France for like three or four days, and then I would come back home, everything was the same. But the fact that everything was open, I find it weird, you know? So yeah. I was like, so I was like, so now that the medium told me that, I said, oh, so maybe that was his way, because he said, yeah, he tried to warn you because he didn't want you, you know, to find him like that, you know? So, and then he told me, say, yeah, and he, and he did all that after he passed away, you know, but I always find it weird. And in my mind, I was like, so maybe somebody came and killed him. And then the person used the bathroom and, you know, I was, I was thinking of all that, but, but yeah, he told me that, that um, also he's happy. He finally knew uh, why he loved me that much. And he even loves me more now. And in my mind, I was like, why are you telling me that for? What am I supposed to do with that? You know, and um, and leaving me, that was one of the hardest things he had to do, but he's very happy because there's no pain, you know, where he is, you know, all that. But also what I wanted to see a medium because yeah, when I, when I saw him, I thought he was sleeping. So I was wondering, okay, maybe his body was already like shut down, but but you know, his soul was still in here. So I was like, did you wait for me or did he knew I was here? Was he, was he able, you know, to feel me, to hear me, even though like, you know, magically it was gone. So that's what I always wanted to know. Um, I wanted, I always wanted to like to, to a medium, you know, you know, to say, oh yeah, don't worry. I knew that you were sad, but yeah, that's why I wanted to see a medium, but it was okay. I didn't feel like I got ripped off, but like I said, I really thought that it would be like the movie cause, you know, Yes, I, oh. I I can imagine that. <laughs> yes, you know, that it would tell me, oh, this and that, and, you know. But, yeah. Yeah. So, so now, after, oh, after two years, um, in, in October, I started um, a new relationship that just ended, like, two weeks ago. So we were together for seven months, and actually... 
he was a widow also. So, oh. and so we didn't meet on a widow app because that's what my cousin asked me. And I said, no, we didn't meet on a widow app. I don't even, I don't even know if those apps exist, but, um, but yeah. And, uh, and it, it was, it was weird because his girlfriend passed away. No, his girlfriend. So yeah, so his girlfriend passed away uh, four months before my husband, same, same year. My husband passed away June, um, June 14th and his girlfriend passed away April 12th, the same year. And his girlfriend and I share the, share the same birthday. Wow. And yeah, exactly same date. And him and my husband, they're not born the same year, but the same month. Like my husband was born September 15th and he's born September 23rd. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and why, why it didn't work out? Because uh, they had a child, they have a, they had a child together. So when she passed away, their daughter was one. So now he's raising his daughter, his daughter is three. He's raising his daughter by himself. And like, we weren't able to see each other, just the two of us that much, you know? Oh yeah, I definitely get that. It happens. Yeah, yeah. and you know, when it, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, we cannot build a really, and I know she's a package, you know, that that's not, I always told, told him, I said, she's not the issue but we need to build something like just the two of us. Because if, we, if we're getting married and then at 18, she leaves the house, we're like, okay, so now it's just the two of us and we don't have that much in common. You know? And I used to be a nanny, so kids love me. You know, We have a good relationship, but I'm like, I need to like the dad, you know, not just the girl. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, so yeah. But I think it's just like, bad timing and also you know it was going through a lot and like he has to take care of a child and me and I mean he has to take care of a child and me I have to make sure you know I still moving I'm still moving forward in my life but at least there were not bad blood like you know I will text him or call him for his birthday it's not like it was bad and I think yeah like my friend would say we were each other's rebound but yeah, I guess it was, um, it was, it was useful, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. it's always good to get back out there in the dating realm. And, and also now I can say that I had a boyfriend in America because <laughs> my husband was the only, um, the only American guys, you know, the only American relationship. So at first I was a little skeptical because I was like, oh, that means I'm going to do the dating thing. And yeah, so we were together, even though it wanted to be exclusive from the beginning, I'm like, well, that's how it works in France anyway. But I didn't get the title of girlfriend for like maybe four months, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. But in my mind, I was like, oh, four months, I was already married. <laughs> weird because we were together for seven months, but seven months, I was already three months in my marriage. But I, but I know it's not going to be the same. And that's the thing, you know, I thought that because in my mind, it was like the next man I'm going to be with, that's going to be my husband because I don't, that's going to be my, you know, my second husband, because I don't want to date or be with multiple guys. Cause I was like, that would be so disrespectful for my husband, you know? And then people, my friends are like, no, you shouldn't think like that, but still, you know, 
Let's we can see. always I, we can always hope that the next person is the one but yeah. if it's not we'll just learn something exactly. from our experiences yes exactly exactly so no it, it was nice and even I told my mom and actually my husband because my parents are African so very strict and severe so mm -hmm. my husband was the only man they, they met you know so when I was dating this guy, I told about him to my mom. So that was weird because, you know, never talked about it. And I'm glad that I did because she was telling me, oh, I thought that you would never be able to go with another man. So I'm glad to hear that. Sometimes I think of you, I think about you and I start crying, you know. So I'm glad, you know, that I told her that I had a boyfriend. So at least, you know, she would feel uh, a little better. You know, but yeah. And also my thing is, I shouldn't put that in the universe, but I, I want to be as lucky as I was with my husband. You know, a like- As what? I want to be as lucky as I was. Oh yes, definitely. So you meet someone and it goes fast and you know, I want that. <laughs> yes, that would be a whirlwind dream. You never yeah. know. It could happen. It's happened to many widows and widowers. It really has. It it exactly. does happen. Um, That's my goal. I, I'm gonna turn 39 in um in August. Actually, my husband passed away two months before I turned 36, and um and then I told now I told my friend I said I want to get married before I turn 40, and I want to have a baby before I turn 40, and of course Aww. I want to get married before. I get, I get pregnant. So my friends are telling me, I'm not sure your math are good because you need nine months to get pregnant. <laughs> so you really need to, I mean, the guy that I was with, I told him, I said, listen, I want a baby. I want to get married before I turn 40. And I, and I told him that. I said, if you know that that's not going to be you, just let me know. But he did tell me, oh, I'm not going to do anything for like at least a year. I said, no, no I, I get it. But if you, if you know that you don't want other kids, you know, what's the point? If you know that you don't want to get married, you know, what, what's the point of us, you know, dating? So, yeah, so I'm putting things now in the universe. Well, I think that that's very smart. I think whatever you want, you should put into the universe. Because so yeah. many people stay attached to someone just because they want to stay attached to them. So it's good to just you know, level-headedly say what you want. And it's okay to want whatever you want and be direct and 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 convey that with the person that you're with because it will save you a lot of time in the future. I have had, I am, pers I have two uh, toddlers and one has special needs and okay. I made the personal decision to, um, you know, have a tubal ligation and no longer have children, um, especially after my husband passed away and I was having a second C-section, you know, children are not in my future. So when I meet, um, you know, and date men who are very adamant about having children of their own from their, you know, own DNA, you know, I tell them straight up, uh, well, it probably won't work out because I cannot provide that. So I definitely understand the importance of being very direct with a person and telling them exactly how you feel and being forthcoming with that person. So I think that's wonderful. I think you've done a wonderful job. And oh, I do you. think that your person 
will come through and you'll have to update us when it happens. I will. I will. I've been very busy by work. That's why I wasn't able to attend um, the room on, on Tuesdays, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Clubhouse. But uh, and that that's another thing is what helped me was um, to be busy with work. Oh, yes. You know, busy with work. And also, you know, when the world shut down last year, it was kind of a blessing for me because right after I passed away, I went back to work, you know. So it's almost like what happened from March to June, because in New York, everything reopened in June. It's almost like the world was was forcing me to grieve, you know, to take time to really think about what happened, you know. So, yeah. Yes, I totally understand. I definitely felt that same way too, because you really had to stop and pause and um, had a lot of time to think inside your head during COVID, that's for sure. Not sure that was really helpful for me, but a lot of time inside your head. So, yeah. Well, I'm so glad that we had you today on our on our podcast. You're so lovely and such a wonderful addition to our support groups. Thank you for sharing your amazing story about your husband, your uh, what's happened with your medium, and putting into the universe all of the things that you're looking for. And I so wish you the absolute best. And you'll definitely have to keep us posted. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Talk to you soon. Join our community. Through our nonprofit, it's free to call, text, email, or chat with a peer volunteer daily. Just visit our website, youngblackwidow.org, 